Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So, you know, we've had we've had Roz Bessarabi on the show. I mean, she is just like this she's like a good champagne. She just bubbles over and she's delicious and she is a, a wonderful human being and she's got I've always loved um, Roz's perspective on life. Um, always a beautiful turn and always a, a positive outlook. Now, Roz has hosted a number of spas for the DL Link and she was at the Three C's dinner and I believe we do have on the line um, just to share just from someone who attended. Roz, welcome. Lovely to have you on the show. Hi, Nikki. I hope that you're hearing me then. I'm, I'm working the technology properly. You're working it absolutely perfectly. I can hear you loud and clear. Roz, tell us, how was the Three C's dinner from your perspective? Oh, my goodness. First of all, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, I am so grateful. You cannot believe I have to find a very good kosher champagne, literally just to... (laughs) (laughs) But, Nikki, honestly, you have no idea what an incredible evening that was. My goodness, I I have to be honest with you, there were so many little features that stuck out for me. Not only the enormous crowd, the wonderful glamour and glitz of the evening itself, beautiful tables, the Mazanzi choir, and Nick and all the waddling and waffling and magic and, and fun and laughter. And it really was three C's and then this tragic cancer. This hideous, I hate the word, I hate the word, I hate the the sea, I hate everything about it because it just, it just topples me over. And when you hear and listen to those that have directly been involved with the pain and suffering, not just those that themselves have been warriors fighting such terrible battle, but their loved ones, their families, as you heard earlier on, I mean, a family moving from Zambia literally within a day or two just to get at least a life opportunity for a little darling three-year-old child. And you watch the movie flashed in front of you and you become just another mother, another parent. You're no longer Rosabas Arabi. You're no longer a member of the deal Lincoln, a supporter. You're just another human being with a soul. And you see this glorious little darling boy walking down the corridors of a hospital, seeing all the caregivers around him and him being fascinated with what is being put there to give him delight. And all that happens is you choke up and the choking starts becoming water coming down through your eyes and from your eyes through your heart. And even as I speak, I feel like crying. And it is just so difficult. And you look around at the tables and you look and you see others there, all those lovely women, literally keeping every bit of vigilance on their makeup on their eyes because they know that they're not going to be able to keep it on for long. Mm. And it is just quite remarkable. And, And what struck me as well is that as I was literally meandering through, and meandering is too soft a word, While I was journeying through the evening, I actually thought to myself, you know, this organization overwhelms me. It overwhelms me in a way I cannot literally attribute 
because it's a friend of mine who started it and a friend I knew from such a long time ago, never knowing that our paths would ever intertwine in such a way. And that as a result of her own pain and suffering through her own child, Wurileya, she brought to be something so remarkable that not just the child or the, the warrior suffering from the, from the disease, but the entire family is encapsulated in this entire process. And you watch and you see those at a table that have just recently lost a loved one that have been fighting for 14 years. And you get the husband, Robbie, standing up talking about his late wife. And again, you've just been laughing a little time before that with Nick and you've been hearing beautiful music and the gamut of life hits you again because then you see that here's a man who has suffered, has had suffered the loss of somebody so dear and sitting at the tables right near the podium are his family, the children of the mother that passed on. And you sit there and you think, my God, this could be you. This could be anybody. You know, one of the, the, the mantras is that everyone thinks that it's never going to happen to them. And God forbid, suddenly it does. And then you have to deal with it in a very different way. And I sat there almost as if I was in the seat of a cancer sufferer. I was in the seat of somebody who had lost a child, and that was just awful and impossible. And knowing loss through the loss of my own husband, I could absolutely understand that grief, that pain, that soreness. And then you see the family all connected, and it's just one huge, big bubble called life. Not just a happy bubble, but a bubble that contains every element of the living of life. And I walked out of there. I was sapped, Nikki. I was sapped. I actually drove home on my own, and I surveyed what had happened that evening. And I saw the conceptualization of the three C's, how the marriage of the misery of the cancer and the delight when it becomes something that is something that you say goodbye to. And the fact that there's an organization that exists that actually doesn't just look after somebody in illness, but everybody surrounding that individual. And I want to just mention this because this is something I did not know. When I realized and heard that those that have suffered and gone through this journey, this battle, are still looked after by the dealing. Way after they have lost somebody, they're not just left. It so often happens when somebody has lost a loved one, they're big news for a, for a short while, no matter how. And then suddenly, as time must do, things go back to normal and they're left with their own thoughts, their own pain, their own anguish. And here in this situation, the dear link comes in and they look after those who have still gone on to cope, to try, to put the pieces together. I just listening to your interview with uh, Dimitri and I, I'm, I'm hearing this incredible thing. He's gone back to Zambia and he's now back with his business and he's doing things that are diverting his attention from the pain. And, you know, Nikki, I just want to mention something interesting. You know, nothing in life for me ever is an accident, ever. And when I was asked to give my perception of what Monday night was like, it happens to be at a time when I happened to be babysitting three 
beautiful grandchildren whose parents are away overseas. And one of them is a three-year-old. And I hug and love and squash and kiss her all the time. Mm. And I think, how does Dimitri, how does any parent on this earth ever cope with that loss? Ever. And it it just makes me so aware. And liberty to you, the fact that you've partaken in this, that you've seen that while you pay out for the claims that were so necessary, because we all know that you have to follow the line of, unfortunately, as life is money, it doesn't happen if you don't have the money to pay for a claim. And yet somehow other dealing just falls into places that you would never dream of, into all yeah. those gaps you'd never think about. Exactly. You know, Ros, thank you. Thank you for your beautiful insight, your perspective, poetry, philosophical, so beautiful. I get such a strong sense of being at that table with you as you experience the night. Thank you, Roz. Really so, so appreciated. Thank you for joining us. We want to just end the show, um, really a tribute to to Stelio. Um, and this song is for Stelio. And I thank you for tuning in from me, Nikki Seberini. Until next week, take care. Goodbye.